Well, today was a, or yesterday was a sad day on the hard line because Danny Bayless said his goodbyes. He's going to work um, today and tomorrow, but his run here at the ticket after 23 years, as he announced yesterday, is coming to an end. Danny is moving on. He's been an amazing talent here at the ticket. And uh, you could hear the sadness in Corby's voice and Bob's and especially Corby. Those two have been attached at the hip now for more than 20 years. As I mentioned, Danny's been here for 23 years and has been producing the hard line for uh, since uh, Cat left. And I guess that was, I don't know, right around 20 years. I don't know. I can't imagine a ticket without Danny. He's been a big part of what we do up here. There are so many unique talents up here. There's not another Gordon Keith. There's not another Dan McDowell. There's not another Danny Bayless. We have a very unique collection of knuckleheads up here, and Danny is a big, big part of that from what he's done with music, just jokes, (laughs) the fact that he will... Uh, just fire off a red-hot sports opinion on you uh, about sports or music. I don't know. Danny's a, a really unique talent, and uh, this is a big loss for us. And outside of just his obvious talent, just losing a good human. Good dude, yeah. I mean, I know. I remember when I was a spare 19-year-old starting at this place, and you know, I didn't want to talk to anybody, but I would be interning, and he would be very inviting and bring me in the conversation when... We were just in the hallway, and I could. I felt like he's one of the few people I could have approached early on. Give yeah. you a lot of hugs, invited you out for drinks. Well, yeah, you know. Maybe a little too yeah. friendly at hey, some times. Maybe just watch TV shirtless. Sure. Come on. It's no big <laughs> deal. Come on. Come on, intern. <laughs> and that was funny. Corby told the story about how he met Danny, because he was a frequent faxer way back in the day. And Danny and Lake Islands. Danny and Lake Islands, and sent in a lot of funny music and jokes, and that's how we got to know him, and then... Uh, he worked here part-time and it grew into a full-time gig. And Yeah, Danny is an amazing guy just to be around, and he's thrown out some amazing work. Really going to miss his songs through the years. I think he delivered maybe his his greatest <laughs> song that we'll get to here in a second in the last few months, but this song's had a lot of run over the last decade or so when Corby would somehow either miss a hardline program or be late to a hardline program or talk too much about the game of golf, Danny came up with this gem. had to leave spring training early so he could get back here to play golf and we're tired of these excuses and we're tired of being short and we're tired of being the bridesmaid to a half-assed second-tier sport and once again Golf takes priority over the show (laughs) He grabbed his clubs and left us all alone And we're pissed Things were so much better when he worked for Chris (laughs) 
Somewhere on the 13th So you get the idea somewhere between George and John of a fake Beatle singing yeah. about Corby. It's really funny. A half-ass second-tier sport. <laughs> and Danny's told really a lot of funny stories through the years. I guess his pig's going to go with him. We're not going to have Danny's pig oh, here man. anymore. No, That's uh, very no. sad. But, uh, he also told, told the story of how he and his friend were in a boxing match at a very young age and then... Their friend from across the street called him over. It was a young girl. and Oh, why are we giving this <laughs> more publicity? Number two in front of him, and oh. they poked it with a stick, and that inspired oh. this amazing <laughs> tune from Danny Bayless. Crank it up. This song is so good. I had this song in my head all the time. Yeah, this is a great song. Unfortunately. The melody's beautiful. it already He's gotta rewrite the lyrics to this <laughs> right he does it could be a hit get to the hook hang on wake up sunday morning to do a little boxing with my friend he was ten and i was five Something wrong with what she showed us both that day. Yeah, we poked her poop with a stick, but we never really felt that sick. As I looked into her eyes, I watched it fall from between her eyes. at White Elephant then performed oh, it live at Ticketstock. Amazing piece of music there from Danny. Speaking and of Ticketstock, to, for me, pound for pound, the best performance in the history of the time wave. Not even half May have been this one. This yeah. or <laughs> Where Lineman Ski. Yeah, Where Lineman Ski was another that. work of uh, Danny's genius. So genius. Okay, this was just this week. They played Beatles, not Beatles with Jake and then they divided teams and it was Danny and Mino against uh, Bob and Ty. and Ty, would Jake know if this was the Beatles or not the Beatles? And they played this song, which kind of blew my mind. words and it just faded out this instrumental and i thought i was driving it, around thinking what beatles album is that on? that's what i thought of. what is that and how do i not know that and yeah. jake guessed beatles Bats. no that was danny goofing around for 10 minutes in a studio the day of beatles not beatles that's Incredible. the genius of danny that he came <laughs> up with that and uh yeah threw it out that that's just another example of how talented uh he is as a musician 
All right, here's another one. <laughs> I always loved it when Danny would lose his cool, Boy, he would either with Mike or with up. Corby or someone. And this is the day he lost it at the dude who'd been on hold for 45 minutes, John and Plano. Cobra John and Plano is at two hours, one minute, 56 seconds. <laughs> two hours. Shall we? If he's still there. Let's just see. Hey, man, what's up? Hello? <laughs> How's it going? Well, uh, I've, uh, I never thought you guys would ever answer the, que- uh, the, the phone call, and I was waiting to see whether or not you ever would. Well, it's here we are. two hours you've sat there. Are you married, or do you have kids or anything? There's no, I can't imagine hanging on the line for two hours at home. I purposely did this but because you guys are so rude that you won't even get on the phone for ten seconds and say, we're no longer going to take calls on the Rangers Try calling back again. All right. That's what norms people do. This is the second time in like six weeks. Okay, on I'm a apo- program. I'm apologizing. What do you want us to do? Do you want a hat or some boots or something? Would I've you like some diamond cut jeans? And I purposely went on the air to see how long. I say it on air to see how long, it, if ever, what? you guys would ever uh, get on. What? Get back to answer the, the part um, of my phone call. We left you on hold just to see how long you'd stay on hold. Yeah, after an, after like an hour, we started looking at it going, how long will John from Plano stay on? Well, I stood on here to say how long it would take before you would answer the phone call, if ever. So we were playing a game of chicken. Right. And, and we, we lost. Blinked. We lost. Yeah, we blinked. You won, John. You should be very proud. This is a great day no, for you. I'm not, because if you call a doctor... Uh, or anybody else, mm-hmm. shame on you for, for having to wait in a, a two hours to have your doctor or your uh, or, or anybody else ever <laughs> prof- that has a professional pr- uh, position ever <laughs> to answer your phone call. I apologize for the way our people treated you, okay? Would you like Sim Fighters passes? <laughs> I've been listening since 1994, and I promise you, all of you guys on the air have not been on the air since 1994 when you first when the ticket first started. I have, and more importantly, that doesn't make sense. Are you um, gay? <laughs> Norm has a question. Are you gay? No, I'm not gay. I'm definitely not Are gay. Are you gay? I just answered that question. I love you. Oh, <laughs> see. So we're all cool, right? I don't even regularly listen to your program, but I occasionally do when you talk about sports as opposed to gay, not gay, or other obscure products or, or subjects, if you will. But it is still rude to... Get ready. Here comes the... Dude, nail me to the freaking cross. What do you want? I'm sorry. John, if you... This is twice as... Oh, Jesus, <laughs> shut up, John! That's enough. You made your point like 58 times. We've apologized. For two and a half hours. Well, you know what? Get your ass hung up on now, you idiot. <laughs> Freaking moron. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's still real to me. That's still really funny. Oh. And we will all miss Danny. Oh my Hate that he's leaving. I know. But uh, thanks for all the laughs Incredible. and incredible tunes through the years. You're the best, Danny. 
Love you. Love you, Danny. Love you and get your ass hung up on again. <laughs> <laughs> Major point, 58 times. 15 that he nailed me to the cross. <laughs> oh, man. Danny's the best. <clears throat> if you didn't hear the ticket announcement yesterday, uh, Danny announced that he's going to move on. And uh, I would imagine today, tomorrow, I mean, the, the Musers this morning played some, but... You have a pretty unique relationship with him, and I think you might have some other audio that you don't think is going to get played on the hard line the next couple of days. So we're going to play that at 1130, some behind-the-scenes stuff, that sort of thing. But real quick, that sucks. And yeah. people don't know that room. I mean, it's it's like you at your job, whoever's listening. You, you form these relationships with people, and the people you do have to work closely with, yeah, sometimes you don't like them, you're forced to do so, but sometimes you really do like them. And when you're in that room together, like Jared and I are, mm-hmm. and like you and Danny are, that is like the one person your shoulders are almost touching for many, many hours a day. And that has to suck for you, I, I think. It really does, man. It's when he told me a week ago or so, I mean, it doesn't surprise me. I'm, I'm happy for him. But going back to what I said about when I was really just foisted into the hard line in 2014... I was kind of intimidated by Danny, just knowing his personality and listening to him for a long time. And I know he didn't like to get his ass whipped. So I, you know, just sat in there quietly Mm -hmm. for most of the time. And I mean, that kind of went away after a year or so. And now he's he's one of my best friends at the station. And I compare what we have to Elvis Andrus and Beltre on the Rangers of... We're just always playing grab ass. We're always joking in there. We're kind of doing our own thing. And it's, we're we're just having fun every day on the air, off the air. There's so many times of, I'm trying to think back to, you know, funny stories. And I'm sure you get this a lot with your brother of, okay, was that on the show or was that off air? I don't Mm -hmm. remember because it all just kind of blends together. And if you're working with someone for that long, in a work relationship slash friend relationship, you kind of take it for granted a little bit. And I kind of have with Danny until the past couple weeks. And now every moment in there with him, every segment, when we crack a joke, we talk about, you know, pooping or farting <laughs> or backsides, you kind of just, it, it, it hits different. It's like, man, this is going to be one of the last times that we share this. And it, it really sucks. It really... It, it feels like he's dying or something, like he has cancer. Like, I'm never going <laughs> to... I can call him whenever and hang right. out with him, but... Yeah, of just all those little times, that's going to be, you know... Now, now they're just going to be memories, so... it I, I've gotten pretty emotional about it, like, every night. Like, I, I just think back to thinking about the times we've had. It's like listeners have listen to the show and then they have their own commentary in their heads, obviously, you know, mm-hmm. or like a drop they would play or their drop they're expecting, that kind of thing. But us in there, we do it with a friend while looking at yes. the guys doing the show. I mean, Jer and I are, we do fake norm. We do God knows what when the goose is on or whoever, some other, it's some guest. It's a good thing our mics aren't on half the time. And it is the most shocking X-rated often is what makes each other laugh is the least appropriate thing and just drop grenades and i know you guys do similar oh, stuff danny does that all the time it's he'll, almost like because his, the hey, mic is right there 
play the play the bobgasm here. <laughs> right. Play it, play it. Right. He's like kind of oh. looking over. I'm like, oh. okay. Right. But one of my favorite things that Danny does, and it's it's a visual, and you can maybe hear it in his voice, but there's sometimes that he'll have just an off-colored comment, and I think he says it subconsciously of just things that are just totally off the wall. But he'll say it. I don't think he means to say it, but then he'll look at me in kind of a Jim from the office look of, hmm? <laughs> <laughs> just kind of he caught himself oh, like saying something only to his own comment yes and i think he makes i think he does that face he doesn't know he does it and sometimes he'll say things of i don't know if i should have said that but he'll look at me and i'll just be and you're like his only sounding yes. board and you're like, <laughs> like oh i don't boy. know i'm laughing it's so funny it's one of my favorite danny isms i heard a few uh a few days ago but obviously i listened to all those the two segments yesterday and it was tough, man. That dude is, I mean, unless you are a true day one or whatever that is, or a listener, day one P1, I mean, Danny is the hard line. You know, he is the, the ticket. He's, you know, as, as important to this thing as anybody is. And uh, to think of it without him, man, that is a big hole. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's weird the changes the station has gone through in the past. I guess you can say when, when Mike left. And then this now it's it's gonna work. It's it's oh, yeah. it's the ticket. We've got great people here, but it's gonna be it's gonna be weird. It's gonna be different. Let's. Uh, I know you have a couple things you pulled. Yeah, we I can think, do that at eleven thirty. Yeah, eleven thirty. We we'll play some audio that you may not hear as the uh, Danny Bayless eulogies continue on the station for the next couple of days. But yeah, I just thought we could take some time here. Telling some some Danny stories, playing some fun audio. And I think some of the hardest times I've laughed here at the station have just been off air stuff with with Danny in the control room of how I said in the open that there's been so many times that I feel like, okay, let's find audio of this. I'm like, wait, no, that happened off air. There's no audio of that. And one instance of this was this was back in probably 2017, 2018, a few years ago. But the Powerball was up to $1.3 billion. <laughs> okay. It's one of those rare times when everyone is just buying a Powerball ticket, even though nope, I right. don't play the lottery. Because the, normal, buy a ticket. the normal $65 million does is does not interest us. Yes. But then when it gets up get to, to like a, 400 like, oh, God, okay. we got to get in on this now. Yeah life-changing money I'm gonna, I'm gonna win it but yeah it was 1.3 billion and there was a meme going around social media of it had 1.3 billion u.s population 300 million that means everyone in the u.s would get 4.33 million dollars of instead of you know buying a lottery ticket sure why don't they correct. just give this to everyone in the United States, we can all get $4.33 million. And during a break, Danny saw that. He gets on the talk back with, with Mike and Corby and is like, dude, if it's $1.3 billion, you give, there's 300, peop, 300 million people in America, that means we all get $4.33 million. <laughs> We all kind of sit there. <laughs> I think that might have been in, in a ticker or something. 
they come back and talk about the Cowboys, Tony Romo or something. I don't know. Some sports segment. They go to break again. Danny says it again to him. And he does the math on his phone. He's like, look. And Corby, I think it was Corby that sniffed it out and said, dude, no, that's that's not right. He goes, yes, it is. Do the math. Look at it. 4.33 million. And we're like, no, dude, that's $4.33. And it took a minute. And then we just all laugh. He's like, yeah, I think you're right. He's kind of a genius, but he also big dumb Danny for a reason. He's got a handful of uh, of those. But anytime you talk on a mic enough, you're going to say a handful of dumb things. That oh, for sure. Everyone realizes that. But put a mic in front of any single person listening, and you're going to say some really dumb stuff eventually. And then imagine everyone just focuses on that, and that's all they remember you by is your worst. Like, you can have the most insight on anything, but if you're talking for four hours and you have a, a verbal slip-up yes. or anything, that's what you're known for. Yeah. I thought another funny moment... So have you, if, if I go to the ticket.com right now mm-hmm. and I go up to the main menu up here where it says shows, P1's alert, Dallas stars. Mm-hmm. So that's called a hamburger. I don't know if you've ever called it that. I've never heard that term before, before that. but I guess in web design, they call the menu at the top a hamburger. I didn't know that. This was mid pandemic, probably a year or so ago. And Corby was looking to buy tickets at, I forget who it was, but it was at the at the drive-in and <laughs> Fort Worth. It was a uh, it was uh, Mark mm. Rebier, I believe. No, the hamburger is not just those names. Like if you went to the far right, and there'd be three little lines. Okay, like this, like. Yeah, but uh, no, you're just clicking the tabs at the top. So like this shows, and mm. it says full schedule musers. I think on some websites to chill the right, town. <laughs> chill town, hot new, to the right of contact us, there'd be three little lines, okay. like a and box. You click that, okay. and then it opens up a, a series of options. Okay, and the three lines sort of look like a delicious hamby. Okay, so that kind of makes sense, right? So he's Corby's looking for tickets to I think it was Rebier mm-hmm. on the website, and Danny's like, yeah, just go to blah blah blah. On the hamburger, click on tickets, and there's silence for about 30 seconds, and then Corby says, I don't see a hamburger. He goes, it's right there on the front page, right on the hamburger, it's tickets. He's like, dude, there's no hamburger. And he walks in and shows them, and they just start cracking up. But I I would have done the same thing. I've never heard anyone reference it as a hamburger. If you say on the hamburger, if you go to the ticket.com on the hamburger of shows, I'm going to be looking for a delicious cheeseburger. Yeah. And where the tomatoes are, I'm going to be looking for that to say tickets or something. I have zero idea that that's what it was called. See, we all learn something new every day. So Big Dumb Danny knows something that we don't. Right. Both sides of it. He doesn't can't do math, but he also and if that would have been on the computer air, design, oh my, God. that would have been like the funniest e break of the year. Imagine Corby's laugh. Oh, <laughs> you know he has a good laugh off air when you can hear it through the glass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just the shriek, the exactly. high pitch gets through both panes into this room. <laughs> <laughs> One of the best laughs. Let's see, we got time for some audio. Yeah. Play a little audio. I'm gonna play this. This was uh, this was on the weekend. This was I want to say 2012 or 2013. This was during the orphanage 
with uh, uh, Danny and Davey. A better time. Hall of Fame weekend show. I was not running the board for this. I know who was, but they I, I will not say their names on the air because I, I think the statute of limitations <laughs> is out. But they went to break. The board op did not know that they went to break. And uh, Danny was describing jarring. <laughs> and this went out over the air. Don't do Chinese egg roll steroids. Coming up next, we will mix with Cirque du Soleil. Kids, and please, kids, do not jar. That came up again this week, so I had to explain jarring to a bunch of folks on Twitter. What is jarring? It's when you take a shit in a jar and put a lid on it and save it. Why would anybody do that? <laughs> Who did you have to explain it to? A couple of people on Twitter. Because Corby was asking some girl at, out at... Go to break. What? The ticket. The ticket is heavy. What? What? I think that was I think that was Logan doing tickers that he can't send them to break, but he was the only one that knew that. Oh my gosh, no no oh, commercials so, are playing. So I can he, hear their conversation. That this was, is going out over the air. That was him telling the board op to go to break. Yes, go to break. And I think it was during what? a line change of yeah, probably one of my one of my very good friends who I see every weekend. I think was running the board and he was <laughs> handing it off. To were, another board op, and they were probably talking, and they were going into the mix segment. Yeah, so the line change was happening, and did 100%. not push. Did not push the button to turn the mics off, and did not turn the button. I had to explain jarring. He's one of those dudes, Danny, that just his voice makes me laugh. Like even if he doesn't say something funny, which he usually does, it's but the cadence and the tone. It's and, like he can he kind of countries it up a little. But not when he's doing like a character voice of country man. But he just kind of knocks cities it up by 5% when he wants to deliver a joke. <laughs> and that's that's another great visual of being in the <laughs> control room with him. As you can see when he, you know, it might be, he might be sitting back, but if he's got something, he'll yep. sit up and kind of lean into yeah. it. You can, you can feel it coming. He's a, it's like bring it back to sports when you can tell Luca's going to heat check and take a step back right. three. It's like, oh, this is. This is going to be funny. This sucks. It sucks. Don't leave us, Danny. Rethink it, Danny. You think you could convince him to stay? <laughs> convincing Saroy? I don't think so. I don't think convincing Saroy actually ever works. I think you could. People just watch me do it and then still say no. Works on Donnie quite a bit. Why not give it a shot? I mean, you got Donnie into golf. Got him all into sports gambling. There's white people mm. stuff. They're all they're all fun things though. Skydiving, <laughs> not skydiving. Skiing. All right, well, stay hard, Danny Bayless. Hang zone next. Hang zone coming at you. Previously, in the hang zone. Tuesday, trees, big thief, and pale hound. God, that, that sounds, sounds like, like a Corby, Corby band. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're both thinking it. Dude, oh, I saw this. Yeah. Saw this band at Lala. The big thief, man. They're Dope. Whoa! God! Danny! Yes! 
Oh, so Friday. Oh, no. What are you doing? I, I don't know. I forgot where I was. Oh, my gosh. Oh. His face as soon as he said it. I'm so red. Just some buddies. My, having yeah, I was. I was, doing my cor- I was doing my Corby impression at the landing. Are with my you friends. doing? Oh, stop it. Don't act like you're better than me. I am. No, you're not. In You've done regard, far worse. Seems I really relaxed the mix. Golly, man. It's all this fentanyl. You know what's funny? is It did take me about a quarter second to react. Yeah. I was like, like, yeah, that sounds like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Never good when you have to dump yourself. Oh, my God. I can't believe I did that. Danny buzzing in on Family Feud. Just bombed it. Not even, I'm not even under contract, and I, God, I can't oh, believe I yeah. did that. His character was really funny. This is where he shines. It is where he shines. And I, I bet a lot of these people tune in. What's going on with the phones? I don't know. A lot of people tune in probably just for the first 10, 12 minutes of the show. Well, we're doing a contest. That might be it. Oh. Am I supposed to pick up the phone or something? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Look, I just read the 40-liner when I'm supposed well, to. Well, I don't listen to the 40-liners. Well, maybe you should. What's going on? Why is everybody acting weird? What's the contest? Metallica. Oh, yeah. Dude, answer the phone. God. (laughs) I'm not Fernando. Right. What's going on with the phones, man? Hello. (laughs) Hello. Kids, don't do Chinese egg roll steroids. Coming up next, we will mix with Cirque du Soroy. Kids, and please, kids, do not jar. That came up again this week, so I had to explain jarring to a bunch of folks on Twitter. What is jarring? It's when you take a sh** in a jar and put a lid on it and save it. Why would anybody do that? Who <laughs> did you have to explain it to? A couple of people on Twitter. Because Corby was asking some girl at, out at... Go to break. What? Hi, this is Danny Paul, and I never listen to bad radio on the ticket because Dan's fat. Let's tip off, let's get crunk. It's just afternoon. On Sports Radio 96.7 and 13.10 The Ticket. So pop that lunch on your car tray. Sit back and hang in the hang zone. Zero points, zero rebounds, zero blocks. And this has been a look at last night's line from Tyson Chandler. Featuring David Mino and his hot back. It's like the baseball of cities. Say go DJ. That's my DJ. I don't really consider myself like sci-fi guy. Blake Jones! Who? Blake Jones! I did call his sister's basketball games, though. And now, your Hang Zone host, from noon to three, it's Jake Kemp and Dan McDowell. Go up Harry Hines and McKinnon. Honey V Road. Between 35, 75, just north of all. That's near Maybank, isn't it? It's near Ruth and Good Latimer. West Haven Park. Is that right? Or Pecan Grove. 635, 35. It's on Jupiter and Northwest Highway. I didn't realize the Kempanzee came from a Danny comment. 
Actually, interestingly enough, we were at the location that we will be at tomorrow. Torchy's in the infield of TMS, and I was there with Corby on a Friday working. uh, I think Mike was out something. We were out there, and we were doing the now-deceased concert calendar. And we were just hanging out, man. Saying stuff. Yeah. Doing things. So, yeah, Danny, if you didn't hear, uh, Danny did announce that he is leaving the ticket. And, man, that's a big, big deal. I can't imagine another radio station where, you know, a, uh, quote, producer of a show leaves and it's such a big deal. But I suppose not a lot of radio stations have guys who have been there in their roles for 20 years, like just up and down the board. Right. And I didn't realize Danny had been here longer than me until I heard his uh, big announcement on the hard line yesterday. But he had mentioned that his first day here was like in March of 1999, and my first official day was in June of 1999. So that's good for me because I get to knock that down as far as I move up the ladder on seniority around here. It's a good draft class, that 99 class. You think that's going to pay off big for you? Maybe the, taking uh, another step towards longest tenured. You expecting big, big things? Big like once I get in your, in your power once I structure? get to longest longest tenured, well, at least just longer than Danny. You move up one now. What? Yeah, you get to be on a committee or appropriations. Is there or is it kind of like engaging where it doesn't mean anything at all? Probably that. Yeah, probably that. But it. You know, before you just said that, it meant something in my mind, and it was kind of lifting me up today, and now I'm kind of feeling depressed. Well. I guess that's what you'll do to people. Reality. I was even thinking, so, and uh, we're, so we, we've booked Danny Bayless. He'll be on our show later today. Hopefully by 2.10. I didn't tell him a time. I was just hoping to be 2.15 till the end of the show. Yeah, he'll probably be here super early today and tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to get his affairs in order, whatever that means. And I was thinking that he's uh, been a big deal to me. He's been like a uh, very big ally. Um, like I felt aligned with him uh, immediately when I walked in. You know, you you gravitate to those who you can tell are your speed. Mm-hmm. When I walked in the door at the ticket, you know, Danny, Corby, they were guys I knew. I can hang with these guys. This is good. Uh, Gordo, I loved, but I also thought, uh, you know, he's way higher level of anything I could uh, hope to be as far as uh, talent. But, uh, you know, Danny always felt like a very good ally. Uh, But then I was thinking, and especially when, um, you know, Mino and uh, Saroy were talking earlier today on uh, their little program. And look at here, Mino's. Host a show, then he just Whoa. stops right in behind the board. He's nearly as hardworking as us, Jake. It's close, but the, yeah, I haven't really done too much today. We've raised the bar too high. But you got—you were just talking about what it's like developing a, a relationship sitting next to a guy in a tiny room, as you have for over 10 years every day, right? I'm sure he's the person you've spent the most time with. Yeah, probably of anybody so. in the last ten years. Four hours every day, and I was, 
you know, talking about how I grew up a P1, so I would hear him on the radio, and I kind of got the vibe of he's a no-nonsense type guy, and I was, heck, 22 or something at the time, and I didn't want to just kick the door in and try to, you know, whip his ass because he has to deal with me for four hours, so it kind of developed over time, and then here we are now just BSing every single day and just kind of have our own show going off air, just kind of like me and Blake do, and I'm going to miss the guy. Yeah, yeah it sucks. Uh, but then I was also thinking that that's got to be your story with that guy, too, even more, because didn't he hire you as an intern? Yeah, I was maybe three months out of high school. What year is that? 2003. Oh, no, wow. 2003, yeah. I graduated high school in 2003, I guess. Whatever, so you've been May. at the ticket for nearly 20 years. Half my life, yeah. Damn. Yeah, so I started right out of high school, and then I stayed for probably 20 months before moving down to San Marcos. And man, he corrupted you, didn't he? Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, seriously. I And the thing I didn't realize is he hadn't been in that job that long at that time. Yeah. And I was a huge P1. When I did Cat leave? Right around then, yeah, I think. Yeah. yeah. So, 02, 03. My scene was, I mean, I just emailed Danny. Cat used to be the, Cat's our program director. He used to be the Hardlines producer. I was playing in bands and stuff like that, and so I had a decent understanding of most recording software, and I just sent to him. I was like, hey, I know how to use the programs I've heard you guys mention, and I don't know why he answered, but he did, and then I came up. Because as you heard in the open, Danny's not much on answering. (laughs) Yeah, and I remember it was from my old AOL account. You know, from like 56K internet. I remember sending that email. You've got mail. Like it was yesterday. And then he actually answered. So you're a high school kid. Right out of high school. I just graduated. Just graduated. And so you got the idea, hey, what if I just get an internship here? Yeah. Because I was going to have to go to UTA for a year to get into Texas. Like that's what I fell into. So I'm like, I'm going to be around here anyways. Like this is what I want to do. I wanted to work in media of some sort. And he answered, and then I came up. And back then, Corby didn't go on remotes, unless it was Friday. So I would go t- up there two or three days a week, and literally all I did was the three of us would sit in the control room and watch videos on E-Bombs World. This is like pre-YouTube. That's yeah, basically what we do now. That's all we would do. <laughs> and we would just sit there and D around. And During I mean, the show. They would give me work to do and bits, but it was all stuff I could knock out pretty quickly. And it was awesome. And then when the year ran out and it was time for me to move to Austin and go to Texas, I thought, I don't know. I like this. <laughs> this is pretty sweet. I like hanging out with these guys. So I did it for another year and then had a two-year gap where I moved away and came back. And I, Danny was instrumental in getting me hired as a weekend board op when I came back. And I mean, dude, we joke about this a lot, but the number of – I've spent – I've slept on his couch. Let's just put it that way. More than once. <laughs> we've had we've sat on his front porch until 4 a.m. and smoked cigarettes together and just complained many, many times. Yeah, I know when... I remember one time you said you cut into some kind of... I don't know if it was trouble or I might be revealing too much, but you like called him. He was sleeping. And you said you had called him out of the blue, woke him up like at one in the morning, and he just 
got maybe went and picked you up somewhere. You yeah. needed a ride, and, and yeah. you guys ended up on the porch until three in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> drinking i had a buddy who had told me he lived at the village former colleague of ours told me that i could stay at his house but he wasn't answering his door and i was you know you were in no shape to yeah and so i'm like man i don't know what to do i guess i could just sleep in these bushes you're stuck at the gate right yeah yeah that's the exact complex i live in now yeah I drive by that every day I'm like, he, and he Jake wouldn't let me here. in the code was wrong and so i called danny and he was there in 10 minutes and then we just hung out until very, very late slash early in the morning. That's not the only time that's happened. That's a good dude because I don't know. My, he's one of my best friends and longest friends. Longest uh, tenured friends, I guess. It's really weird. And I bet a lot of you know people have talked about the ticket and that uh, you know when you meet someone, they're like, you know, I feel like I know you already because... And so I wonder how many people think that same thing you just said is like, he's one of my best friends and he has been for a long time. Yeah, probably and now a he's leaving. Because I'm hearing from just friends of mine that are all sad. Oh, for sure. So I wonder what it's like for him right now. We should ask him this later just to, like he's now the focus of ticket programming. It's probably cool, but probably also something he really wasn't into or else he would have announced this. When he put in his two weeks notice two weeks ago, and we could right. have had like a Danny farewell tour. Not his, not his speed. He's he's more Dirk. Yeah, more Tim Duncan. Let's just do it. Let's uh, do the work. Take less money <laughs> until you just can't do that anymore. That's right. All right. Well, now we're all sad. Breasts. He's kind of bloated and pale. Beatles are not the but Beatles, he's Jake. But a scale. That's why I love him so. Got so much compression. And it tingles deep within my bowels. Yeah, I'm in love with Dan. McDowell. So you found Mrs. Howell? Yeah, I'm or in Mr. Howell with Dan and Bowles. Uh huh. McDowell. Try that. He Kendrick. wears a tie-dye shirt from <laughs> Joe's Crab Shack. <laughs> And a sandwich board that shows off his rack. Because you weren't wearing a shirt. But he just doesn't care. He's eating on the air. He's my lover. Gross. It's <laughs> like 23 years ago. And for only him will I drop trowel. Because I'm in love with Dan McDowell. Yeah, I'm in love with Dan McDowell. Is there a harmonica solo on this? God. <laughs> Why? Do you guys know who uh, Lovey and Mr. Howell are? I don't. Oh, it's so flat. Yeah, there's something going on there. I don't have any idea. You know who Lovey and Mr. Howell are? No. Awesome if he be my pal. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wasn't Dan a big fan of that show. Mick Gilligan? Yeah, I'm in like love a lot with of old Dan TV shows, but not that McDowell. one. I'm an F troop guy. You're an F troop guy. I was thinking of that song last night. Is oh, it yeah. weird to have everybody like thinking about you and talking about you? It's freaking stupid. This is Danny Bayless in studio with us right now. Especially on the Deep day of Danny. and the weekend of the PGA. Right. Like you're taking away <laughs> from the the majesty of a major. 
You would never want that. Pretty is that why you wanted to actually make it next Tuesday? Your last day would be Monday, so you could come in Monday and talk about all the John Rom. stuff that happened over the weekend. <laughs> so I didn't have to. Yeah. No. So you would have to come in Monday. Oh, like you should have thoughts. Changed your end date. No, the end date's fine. That way, I don't have to come in on Monday and talk about golf. Mm. Strategy, Dan. Strat. Totes. So, <laughs> yeah, dude. Everybody's tweeting at you. You're like news. Uh huh. Why didn't you do this two weeks ago? We could have been doing. You could have had a farewell tour. <laughs> it wasn't up to me to announce it or when to announce it. That was that was Corby's call. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Even in departure, you so he get didn't, no say over your own scene. Corby just didn't want all the focus taken off him for too long. Yeah, two days is enough. It's understandable. I mean, what do you want from me? What was it like just last night after you did it? How did I feel? Yeah. About the same. That would have been my guess. If I was going to say whatever Danny was about to say, it would have been the same. Just all the reaction and whatnot. It's just weird to be a story. Okay, so I did not look at Twitter until probably halftime of the Mavs game, and nor email, company email or personal. I've, I actually went on Reddit this morning because somebody told me Reddit was fun. I've never looked on the ticket Reddit site, but that oh, really? was fun. Yeah. But uh, I replied to all the text messages because, you know, people that are friends of mine and stuff like that, colleagues, whatnot. I replied to those, watched the Mavs, halftime, I looked at Twitter. It was, it was amazing. It was so sweet. There was, like, two people that were negative, and I actually agreed with the things they had to say. <laughs> like, 100%. It's like, yes, you're right. You're absolutely right. That's the dirty little secret of people complaining about negative feedback. We know. When, when people complain... 95% of the time I look at it, I'm like, this is super accurate. It's so spot on. <laughs> yeah. all, all the nice things that they're yeah, saying like, about ah, you, I don't know, you those are be, the wrong yeah, exactly. things that are being said. When so, that I guy always des- think that. That guy didn't deserve to be a host. He doesn't have host material. I'm like, you're right. Yeah. Damn, 509 comments on the So Long Danny thread on but the ticket Reddit. Look, we know we suck. There's no doubt. Everybody up here is old enough to have a, a measure of self-awareness, I would say. Yeah. So if you're ripping us, we've already done that to ourselves probably a hundred times, right? I know you have, Jake, and, oh, and you, I'm, yeah, I live I'm in similar that zone. to you in that regard, just to always check yourself. Remember that one time we played football in front of your house after I got snuck into the bar when I was 19? I do. That was... It was me and my buddy Sean versus you and Davey. Was that Memorial Day That was or Labor Day? Man, I was going to say that was, was the, the end Greenville? of the St. Patrick's Day day. Okay. That it was like 5 right. o'clock. Yeah, because I used to live on Vickery and Matilda. <laughs> yeah, the house this was, you shared with this Carter. With Carter. Right? This yeah. was, yeah, so this would have been March of 2007. And you were how old? Night. Oh, 2007? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess at that point I had come back. Maybe I was like 23. 22. 21 or 22. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I was like. And we were, and Carter wasn't there. He, no, he, he was, was actually on, on the road with, I think, Edie Burkell and. We just got drunk and played two-on-two football on the street. Yeah, with LaBear dancers. <laughs> That's right. And that one guy had like a gunshot wound scar or a stabbing scar. There was a scar. And I got my picture taken with him. <laughs> and it's like me with four overly tan, 
ripped Banana ass hammocky. muscly guys with no shirts on and cut off jean shorts and me like weird looking and skinny wearing an army jacket <laughs> but yeah we that played lots of lots of football that song you made meant a lot to me back then that was shortly after you arrived too that wasn't uh, like year three i don't think was it right not short enough before i could start doing spots for body shaper and you saw me multiple times in the same t-shirt from joe's craft shack (laughs) (laughs) tie-dye so it might have been a year yeah about a year or more but i thought it meant a lot to me just because i thought i also i know i'm a dirt bag and i'm worthless so back then for sure like now i think it's a little little less of it or at least i you know don't care as much but uh you know that one of the cool guys at the station that i really liked and he like they did that for me like that was a that was a huge thing to me like i couldn't believe it i had no idea to hear yeah no i thought like man this is like the greatest thing ever i'm in dallas texas and this this musician dude, this made this really cool like it's a very well done song a guy like, that's been working here three months longer than me <laughs> if, well i didn't i don't know yeah. i just knew you were i was talking earlier in the show that you're just like a you know you you know who are your kindred spirits are like i think we knew that it's not like we hang out every day or ever did but it's like i always knew you were my ally like I'm, I'm with you. I, if, if there was a dispute between you and anyone, I'll probably side with you, and then I'll see what the facts are. I think that was evident from the first time we met. If you remember what that day was like, I don't even think you had pulled an air shift yet. I think you were up there. Is he like, about to talk about pot monitoring or walking around or getting to know people? And he took one look at me and decided, "All right," and we went for a drive around Uptown. <laughs> Now, that's not our one date, is it? Because I feel like we had one date. Then he asked me if I knew anybody. I gave him a couple phone numbers. and yeah. he asked if they party. Then I didn't need you anymore. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's the last time I saw him. I just need my connect. I thought we, because I know I've been on like a weird thing where I've had one date with a lot of guys at the ticket. Like I think with Corby, I mean, hung out a ton of times, but one time just he and I did something. It was going to the, uh, the Andy Kaufman movie. The Jim Carrey, Andy Kaufman movie. One time I went to a basketball game with Junior. Just me and him. Uh, and I feel like me and you went out one time, but maybe it's this I, drive we're talking I think about. It was, I think it was the drive where we, where we torched a J in your <laughs> rental car. <laughs> it very well could be. That it was seems a like time. a thing that, yeah, young Danny and young Dan would have done. Right. But now we've... Look at us. Certainly matured. We wouldn't touch that stuff. It's well beyond that. You. Right. Not while behind the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> well, I owe you everything. You owe me nothing. And I always say that so that if... The ticket owes you more than they've given you. Oh, that's fine. I knew what I was getting into. Yeah. I don't, I don't blame anybody. Come on. I only say that so right. The, I'm, I'm the more surprised do, you're still here. That's, yeah. what Bob, the truth. that's what Bob said last week. I was like, "Thanks." But as far as the way you know, the company does. You talked about it yesterday a little bit. Just 
you use the word economics uh, or some form of that uh, probably 50, 50 times in your uh, retirement speech. Well, I, I hope that didn't get misconstrued. I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining saying that I'm demanding more money. That's not what this is about. To me, it's about I'm looking at the future. I'm seeing most likely when the rest of the, the hosts are going to start wrapping their radio career up. There's nowhere for me to do anything really other than what I'm doing right now. And do I want to just continue doing what I'm doing right now for the next six to eight years? And I decided that the answer to that question is no. That's what it comes down to. No resentment. I mean, no bitterness. Just uh, like you are. And and I'm I'm not 30 anymore, you know? Yeah. uh, you, You get older and you start being a little more introspective and reflective and aware of that you're closer to the end than you are the beginning and how do you want to spend that time and yeah they should have freaking paid me (laughs) (laughs) yeah man you're just uh you're the ticket i like you know i like the ticket dan yeah don't you you're i do i love it and, but that's one of the things I love about it is you. And I think... That guys like you are here. I think even though I'm, I'm going to look at some dork in there now. Like 16 years younger than you. Don't call Blake a dork. No, I mean whoever's <laughs> yes. going to fill in for Hands you. Hands off. Whoever replaces right. you will be a dork in comparison. I don't, I don't know if you ever really thought about this, though. But for me and people my age, you know, when I met you, you were probably 34. Something like that. Right. 34, 35. And a lot of the guys who are my age, we viewed you as like our guy. Like when I would listen to the hard line, you know, I don't know. I don't even really know. How, Grego didn't have an age to me. Yeah. He was like an independent. Yeah, I know what you're Entirely yeah. separate from any era of life. Yeah, and, you, and Mike was my age now and everybody treated him like he was 77. Right. Yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah. But for me and like a lot of my. So, friends, yeah, you're a young listener. You're like, yeah. This is who I can relate to. Somebody trying to poke these guys. Yeah, and I've heard from trying so many of my friends. Prob- you know, yeah, who started listening when we same were same with Corby, right? Same yeah. with Corby. Like he's mid thirties, but <laughs> right, but the nineteen year olds loved him. We're the young punks. Yeah, right. <laughs> but that's kind of how it works a lot of times. I think is that you know your your guy that you think is you is ten to fifteen years older than you, and like I've heard from so many friends in the past couple of days, they're like, man, that's Danny's my guy, and we're all you know. 34 to 38 which is weird but that that's who you were to a lot of us which is why i emailed you rather than like i don't know frito right at the time when i wanted an internship i'm like i don't i don't speak frito's language but i might be able to talk to this guy and the wonderful thing about appealing to that demographic of people your age is you all have female friends for me to date. That's that also has worked out, I'm sure, more, more than once. A little too fertile for that you didn't realize that your seed would actually find a purchase and here you are. See it's fun here to joke. Went mum. It's fun to joke around a little bit, isn't it? No. All right. Dan is uh, moving on out of here. Danny Bayless, it's his last day. So uh, we put together a little something for him. So here we go. The uh, tribute to our fallen hero, Danny Bayless.
Johnny boy The pipes, the pipes are calling From glen to glen And down the mountainside The summer's gone And all the roses fallen It's you, it's you Must go And I must buy Hey George Hey, that was amazing, Norm. Hey, Thank you, George. George. That all off the top of your head? Hey, George. What? Do you like to f***? <laughs> Whoa! I hope I dumped that. Did that go over the air? I got it. <laughs> that was not a tribute to Norm's poem at all. <laughs> wow. I love them. Oh, yeah. I love oh, her. Is. Or, or him. Tuesday at Trees, Big Thief, and Pale Hound. God, that, that sounds like, like a Corby, Corby band. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're both thinking it. Dude, I saw, oh, this, yeah. saw this band at Lala, the Big Thief, man. They're dope. Whoa! God! <laughs> 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 Danny! <laughs> yes! <laughs> oh, so Friday. <laughs> oh, no. What are you doing? I, I don't know. I forgot where I was. Oh, my gosh. Oh. His face as soon as he said it. I'm so red. <laughs> Just some buddies. My, having yeah, I was. I was, doing my Cor- I was doing my Corby impression at the landing Are with my you friends. doing? The pigs probably stay together because they're stupid, but if you're one of these snakes, are the you like snakes this? might be smart enough to go off on their own to yes. go rogue. Yes, to go rogue and try to assimilate into society. Pigs aren't that stupid. They're not? My pig found it found itself smart enough to hop over the, the the barrier from his pen to the next pen and eat all of that pig's food, then go to the next one and eat all of that pig's food, and then the next one and eat all of that pig's food and make his way back in time for when it was my turn to my time to feed him. He had already eaten three meals and was just sitting there waiting for me, and I would feed him and he would eat that. That's why he gained so much weight and got sifted at the fat stock show. You didn't find him in the pork. All the other pigs are all skinny, and they're like, what the hell happened? So somebody finally caught him, and they had to isolate my pig. You didn't find him inside a porta potty reading the paper, smoking a cigarette afterwards, <laughs> flipping through the sports. 32-inch flat screen for just $99 Saturday only. 55-inch uh, 4K TV for just 388 Dude, this is ridiculous. I'm about to wet my pants. And it's all over the place. <laughs> What? All of, Mark great, was on. all of these great deals are all over the store. <laughs> boot Hideout is a high-fashion boot and leather store that offers Lucchese, Justin, Dan Post, Ariat, and Corral boots, and much more. Stop by and get fitted for a pair of handmade western boots by our expert staff at either Boot Hideout location, 777 Route 17 in Paramus, or at the Hamilton Marketplace, exit 7A off the New Jersey Turnpike. Browse our web at boothideout.com and see our huge selection and great prices. Plus, there is no sales tax on boots in New Jersey. Mention Nash FM and get a 10% discount. You've heard of him, Mike, because we played his work on the air. He was part of that Justin Bieber roast not too long ago. Now, Pete Davidson, for those who do not know, is a New Yorker who lost his father on 9-11. His dad 
was a firefighter. You remember him from the Bieber roast, I believe, and he was the one That's making 9-11 dad jokes. Well, about- hey, we're setting him up here, Danny. What? That's what we're doing. We're setting all this up. Yeah, that's why I was helping and jumping in. Do you want me to just be quiet and sit here? No, well, no, no. You do what you want. No, I'm, I'm playing the audio here. That's that's where we're, we're, what we're getting to here. Okay. It's no, it's okay. no worries. A little, little discussion beforehand wouldn't hurt. I know. But I anyway, know so do the Red Sox play at home? Is it tonight against the Rangers? Yeah, they're pull, it's a start, tonight starts a four-game set. Okay, yeah. So what kind of poppy thing are we going to have there tonight? Ladies and gentlemen, would you please put your hands together? Rangers are class. They'll do something. It's in Fenway. It is in Fenway? Yeah. Well, yeah. well never mind. Or is this a replay? <laughs> I thought they had like some 48-game homestand. Is that over with? No, they're in Fenway. They're in Fenway. It's over with. All right. We'll bring everybody up to date on the Rangers 48-game <laughs> homestand. Yes. Um, but we also forgot about Dennis Rodman. Yeah. Who went to sock, right? Mm-hmm. Five-time NBA champion. We forgot about Ben Hogan. We forgot about Byron Nelson. If we're going to bring up Spieth and um, Lee Trevino, mm-hmm. then we got to bring up those two guys. Justin Leonard, who won the British Open. Uh, Dennis Rodman. Did you say Dennis Rodman? I was out of the room, sorry. Because yeah. <laughs> I was... <laughs> it is the best bit. It's the best bit. Well, it's not that I wasn't paying attention. I, I wasn't know. even in the effing room. Almost cussed. <laughs> Mino is like five years older than Aikman, and it's it's very hey little buddy Thanks, with little buddy. Yes, with Sam Bradford and me. Love it, young gunslinger. <laughs> like he's a little twelve year old. Well, it's like when who was it? Sam Bradford called you little buddy. Did you just say that? What? How is that even possible? What? That you didn't hear that. I didn't hear it. Ow! You had your headphones on. It was literally on. right now. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Because I was looking up the picture. It's impossible. That, wow. What you just did is impossible. Bruce, what are you doing? Damn you. Would it surprise you gentlemen to know that Manny Rooster has decided to go with Patton again? In a tie ball game in the bottom of the ninth at 2-2. Two to two. Or is this a replay? <laughs> it's a Danny. replay. I don't know if they're playing a day game. <laughs> He's been watching the game for I the have. past five minutes. I really have. And I've, I've been wanting to tell him. <laughs> I know they do. I mean, I, I you know what? When I would run those races, I would see guys with um, legs cut off at the knees did running ever, in prosthetics. Did you ever see a guy with a fake head? I want to take back the last three minutes of the program. A fake head. Fun is going on. Not really. Stupid is going on. I don't think many guys get their mother's diamonds. Yeah. Why not? I don't know. It just doesn't seem like... Nice diamond necklace? You know what my mom would do if I gave her a diamond? She wouldn't accept it. No. Mine wouldn't either. No. I'm not taking this from you. Yeah. You can't afford this. Yeah. I don't think mine would either. What about pearls? You're an idiot. Just an idiot. Maybe in the form of a necklace? Yeah, we got the first reference. Just making sure. We knew where you were going with that God. highly telegraphed, even more transparent comment. Hi, Eddie. You didn't have to explain it. 
Because I mean, you know, like a pearl necklace. You know where I'm going with that now, don't you? Because that's what like I'm getting. Like in the song. Because you're what? Nothing. <laughs> Come on. That's what he's giving his mom, he said. No. Your wife. Oh. Hey. Oh. Boy. What a horrible start you've gotten off to. <laughs> Kids, don't do Chinese egg roll steroids. Coming up next, we will mix with Cirque du Soleil. Kids, and please, kids, do not jar. That came up again this week, so I had to explain jarring to a bunch of folks on Twitter. What is jarring? It's when you take your in a jar and put a lid on it and save it. Why would anybody do that? <laughs> Do you have to explain it to? A couple of people on Twitter. Because Corby was asking some girl at, out at... Go to break. What? The ticket. The ticket is heading to... Do you have internet access? Yeah. All right. Okay, go to X videos and look up... No. Big, big blacks, big racks. Okay. <laughs> All right. There's the soul plane. I've yeah, never actually seen it. Jams. That's the soul Donovan, plane. Donovan, I'm not even kidding you. It's it, a bunch of crazy, like, ex-NBA players <laughs> some big old breasted All right, you go to bed. <laughs> Just go to bed, all right? I want to go to bed. I want to live forever. Humphrey the camel, 117 bucks. If you have Lucky the ladybug, 115 bucks. So that's a, what about a hundred percent or a thousand percent? Yeah, March return on, on yeah. your investment. Yeah. And if you have Pinchers the Korean, you get $1,800. Are you kidding me? Something like that. Pinchers the Korean? I don't know. You know, it's crazy over there. Oh, Pinchers with Korean tags. Oh, Pinchers the Korean. Cowboys and Mavs. I'm more of a Cowboys fan or a Rangers fan? Huh? Are more of a Cowboys fan? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. At this point, I know. I know that there is a bit going on. What? I'm like, what? What a huh? jerk. Man. Man. <laughs> huh? So Edna's son. Huh? huh? more of a Cowboys fan or a Rangers fan? Huh? Are you more of a Cowboys fan or a Rangers fan? Rangers fully? Yeah. And I know that look of Danny where the shoulders shrug and the left hand goes up in the air. Rangers probably? <laughs> now, were you a Cowboys fan when you were growing up? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, I like baseball, too. Why do you like baseball more than football? Because I, I find it interesting. Well, why do you like steak more than chicken? <laughs> you like what you like, I guess. Right. Well, Garrett bought the they saw last night. That's not him. And that that moment last night will not define him as a person. Saying that, okay, you just can't pause do it that. there. It's not representative. So, there. Clearly, he's upset that LeGarrette Blunt did all that. Now, mm-hmm. we do, couldn't hear a word of it in our headset. And so, that was me right there asking Danny... What did he say? We couldn't hear anything. And so this was Danny's explanation of what Chip Kelly had just said. Senator what Oregon football is all about. They're standing by him, it sounds like. And this can be a learning experience for him. And this isn't the Garrett Blunt that we know. 
And he kept referring to him as the Garrett Blunt. I believe that's no, the Garrett. Garrett. Oh, that's Blunt. his name. <laughs> Sound like he was saying the. So there it is. Way to be up on the stories there. <laughs> Did it not sound like he was saying the Garrett? I didn't hear an L any time Why in that. would he say 20 times the Garrett Blunt? I don't know. <laughs> Look, I don't know anything about sports, all right? The metal bands in Southern California. Mama Lama got the boot up on the bone. Gonna go home, drink some ammonia. Bling, bong, bong, up on your name, not the bone. Put a pie, not think I'm gonna bone ya. Put the blood of red, the blood of red, the bone ya. Been a while since I said California. California. I don't like your text, but I think I'm gonna phone ya. When I ski, I like to wear Patagonia. My favorite state is California. Black and blue, the moon, black Metal bats too. Didn't realize till I got there. Yeah, metal bats too, which I didn't realize till I got there. They got metal bats too. Didn't realize till I got there. They have metal bats too, which I didn't realize till I got there. There's a state in the south, and it's called Alabama. Wham wham blam, and I think you think you're mamma. The '83 Cougars were by Slamma Jamma. The booty looked good. I think I'm gonna cram ya. Alabama. My favorite book is Green Eggs and Hammer. I vacationed once at Hoover Dam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a hole in my bathroom so I can webcam ya. Facebook sucks, so I think I'll Instagram ya. <laughs> my favorite non-stick cooking spray happens to be Panda. They had metal bats too, which I didn't realize till I got there. They had metal bats too, which I didn't realize till I got there. They had metal bats too, which I didn't realize till I got there. Looking, and they're cool looking. Now we break down, and they're cool looking. And they're cool looking. Alright. That's it. My God. Hey, Snake. Yeah, Danny. Guess what? What? There's a chimpanzee camp, and a guy was trying to fly a drone to take video of it, and one of the chimpanzees climbed on top of a tree and knocked it out of the air with a big <laughs> stick. <laughs> I want to go to this chimpanzee camp. <laughs> Jake, are you okay? Oh, man. Was a, setting it up with a guess, guess what? Yeah, guess what? <laughs> like, guess how many what? guesses would it have taken? <laughs> All of them. Until I'm dead. My favorite was yesterday when Vino played one of those and Sturm goes, I can't believe you couldn't have guessed that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. All right. There's Community Quick Hits. Hey, Snake. What, Danny? Guess what? What? My middle school bus driver claimed to have killed an alligator with his bare hand. Oh, wow. Jeez. <laughs> That's awesome, man. All right, we got to go. I have a question. What? Have either one of you guys had the opportunity to drive the new 635? We just talked about that for 20 oh. minutes. That's cray. <laughs> well, it is. All right, we got to go. Let's hey, get into... Snake. Yes, Danny. Guess what? 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 
My best friend from high school, his older sister, she had a lot of exotic cats out in Aspermont, Texas. They had them in cages. And that's awesome, Danny. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Snake. Yes, Danny. Guess what? What? Want to know who's number 100? Yeah. Pinchers the Korean. (laughs) Just shut up and continue with the news. It's over. We got to go. Stick it in your tailpipe. Yeah. It's so clean you don't have to wipe. Stick it in your tailpipe. Come on, you motherfucker. Stick it in your tailpipe. Stick it in your tailpipe. Uh-huh. Up and down and side to side. Stick it in your tailpipe. Come on, you stanky bitch. Stick it in your tailpipe. Now, what we trying to say with the traffic bed? Did you actually hear what you thought we said? Are we talking about cars? Trying to sound tough? The fact of the matter. We talking about butt stuff. Rolling down the street in my Chevy 6-4. Got my drink in my hand and my weed on the floor. Bitches and hoes. You know I got them, but this song's about doing weird things and they bought them. Stick it in your tailpipe. It's so clean you don't have to wipe. Stick it in your tailpipe. Come on, you mother... Stick it in your tailpipe. Stick it in your tailpipe. Up and down and side to side. Stick it in your tailpipe. Come on, you stinky bitch. Stick it in your tailpipe. Now back to the crib with my cavassier. With Sheena and Tammy and Becky's on the way. Black, white, brown. Cover the spectrum. How many things can you fit in your in love with the booty don't make you a man. I like to get busy, just not in the can. You ladies gotta go, y'all lay my type, cause I ain't sticking nothing up your fucking tailpipe. Stick it in your oh, tailpipe. Okay, it's so clean you don't have to wipe. Stick it in your tailpipe. Come on, you mother, stick it in your tailpipe. Stick it in your tailpipe. Inside you sound. Stick it in your tailpipe. Come on, you stinky bitch, stick it in your tailpipe. Me and my friend were boxing in my front yard, and this girl that I went to kindergarten with was lived about three houses down, came over, invited us to her house, and said she had something to show us in the backyard. We followed her. She went through, and we stood out by her side yard with the fence closed. She pulled her panties down, squatted, and made mud right in front of me and my friend, and pulled her panties back up, and we stood there and looked at it. <laughs> And then my friend poked it with a stick, and then we went back home. You know, if people that are listening right now and hear that 20-minute montage of my work over the last two-plus decades are wondering, how did I not get fired 16 years ago? That is horrible broadcasting. (laughs) They might be wondering, do we really have to wait, make this guy wait five years to go right into the Hall of Fame? Oh, or yeah. Let's do it right now. Yeah. Good Lord. Like Kobe, you just stick him in there. What a legend. <sighs> Whew. That was pain. That was painful. <laughs> a lot of it. It could have been three hours. Uh, seriously. Well done, Mino. Thank you. Yes. I believe well so much on the cutting room floor. Yes. Mino is a freaking baller. That, <laughs> that Chili Peppers metal bath song. <laughs> If that just played on a loop, I would listen to that song. <laughs> Imagine being on a desert island and you choose Danny music to accompany you. Not his real music, but like the you, funny music. Would you, you be would insane? Go insane? Yeah, yeah. 
the, the funny thing about the Chili Pepper song, there's only like three lyrics in it. The rest of it is just noise. A bunch of that. It's been a while since I said California. A while. All right. That is awesome. It's 5.50-ish on the ticket. Let's do a little. Yes, Danny, the chants continue out here. One guy. Kurt call time. Oh, there's so many of them. Uh-huh.